Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Building Strength Podcast. This is episode 79, and I am your host, Theo Lim. Welcome back. So I've taken a short hiatus from recording podcast episodes, but we are back now. Hope everyone's been doing well. I've missed you guys. I've missed doing this. So it feels good. So current status is there's just a big storm, big thunderstorm, and now the power's out. So not much else to do. I was going to record this in a few days, but you know what? Now is a perfect time. This is a sign. This was a sign. So happy to be back here. Again, hope everyone's been doing good. Hope everyone's been keeping safe, healthy, positive, you know, all the good stuff. Lots been going on in the outside world. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, so really hope everyone's like, you know, keeping that positive mindset, taking care of themselves. So with today's episode, episode number 79, I just want to recap you guys on, I guess, what's been going on on my end and kind of preface a few of the future episodes that are coming up. So I don't know how long it's been since I've recorded one of these. It's It's got to be at least one month, maybe two months. I apologize. There were some things I had to take care of and we're here now so what have I been up to so it's been about four going into the fifth month of quarantine um, you know what lots the first the first few months lots of sleeping actually all the months lots of sleeping lots of chilling lots of resting and I've just started to train in-person clients again last week. So this week is our second week doing so, of course, with safety measures in place. But I've just started to train clients a week ago. So before that, for the last four months, like I was straight chilling, lots of sleeping, lots of resting, lots of chilling. And, you know, it was... It was a good time. I definitely needed that rest. And as I said, there were some things I had to, there were some things that happened during that time that, you know, took a lot of my mental game. So other things I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of gardening. I got to post up a picture or a video on Instagram, but I, I have a pretty big space in my backyard. So I've been doing a lot of gardening. That was quite therapeutic. It was a lot of work at first because I had left my garden untended for about four years. So it was wild. Lots of weeds, lots of lots of growth. Like it was a very, very, um, what's the word? It was a very happening garden. 
because I just let it grow and like things were getting super wild. So this year I decided because there was so much time on my hands as well, I decided, okay, let me, let me weed all of these out. Let me weed this whole garden and then kind of start planting stuff. So I spent a good like 20 to 30 hours over the course of a few weeks uh, weeding. So that was a lot of work. And it was funny because it was kind of like, I always Google stuff when I'm trying to learn something, Google or YouTube. And I, I looked up like how to weed a garden, of course, you know me, efficiently and effectively. And I came on this one article that was super helpful because before the person even started, he, he wrote that, you know, if you're, if you're going to go into weed a garden, you have to go in with the right mindset. Like you can't just do 10 minutes here and there. It's never going to get completely done. Right? So he said, look, you gotta, you gotta look at this patch, this one meter, two meter patch, you know, acknowledge that it's going to take an hour or two and just get at it set aside that time and just put your head down and get at it and that's exactly what i did i just you know i looked at the time i was like okay two hours let's go boom just went at it and then of course it's sunny out too so a lot of people ask me about how i've been working on my tan that's exactly how i've been working on my tan so gardening has been awesome so in terms of vegetables i started growing cherry tomatoes they're almost they're they just started coming out so maybe a few more weeks one more month and i'll be able to harvest them so i have eight cherry tomato plants going i have some swiss chard going and some beets as well because those are the things i like to eat um, my garden already has like a lot of perennial bushes and flowers so those are nice to have a lot of hostas for the gardening peeps out there. And then last thing, just recently, all of this spinach like just came and over like it took over my garden, which is awesome. At first, I wasn't sure what it was. I took some pictures. I asked some people and they said, oh, it's a spinach variety. So awesome. Now I have a ton of spinach growing back there. Free spinach. I'll take it. So moving on, lots of, I've also been doing lots of push-ups. Uh, I think I already touched on this before in one or two episodes ago. Been doing a lot of push-ups, been doing a lot of burpees. Um, it's been fun. It's been a great workout. Um, upper body has definitely benefited from all of the push-ups and burpees definitely benefited i'm keeping so now i'm doing in my program i'm still doing a lot of pull-ups and i'm trying to do keep i'm trying to continue doing a lot of push-ups so we'll keep that going i'll keep you guys updated on that uh in terms of a pr for push-ups i worked up to i did a i did a session it was it took about an hour and I did 750 push-ups. Um, I did it burpee style. So if you guys seen my videos where you, you know, run in place, go down, do a couple push-ups, come back up, run in place. So I did it like that. 
what I did was I did five pump burpees. So meaning every time I put my hands on the ground, I did five push-ups. So I did five pump burpees all the way and I did 150 of them. So that took about an hour. That was a tough one. That was tough mentally. I think I did it outside too with the sun on me. So that was tough too. Um, keep in mind, I did work up to doing that. I started at like 300, 350, 450, 550. I think I did a session of like 650 and then I went for the 750. Um, in my head, I'd still like to do 1,000. I'd still like to do a 1,000 push-up session. I just, um, just got to mentally prepare for it. I think it's one of those things where the body is prepared for it. Like, I can do it. The body can do it. But mentally, I have not prepared for that yet. I have not uh, told myself that, okay, this is happening. <laughs> okay, so gardening, lots of push-ups. Um, been realigning with myself, really. Like just taking the time to really figure out what it is that I want to do with my work, with life in general. And the gardening, the gardening helped a lot with that. The weeding definitely helped a lot with that. Um, yeah, just taking the time to really process things and realign with myself, my values and yeah. So it's been good. It's been good in that regard. Um, in terms of my training, I've been keeping it simple. Um, nothing fancy. Turkish get-ups, kettlebell windmills, hanging leg raises. Those are my main core moves. And then lots of push-ups, lots of pull-ups, swings, snatches, and then double kettlebell clean and presses. So I'd say those are main things. Super simple, super simple. Oh, and front squats. I started uh, doing barbell front squats again, so that's been good. Uh, nutrition, nutrition has been super on point, and you know I gotta I gotta really attribute the how on point my nutrition has been to how low my stress levels have been. So stress levels have been super low. Sleep has been super high, like I've been sleeping a good eight, nine hours, maybe, maybe more like seven to eight these days. But for, for a good amount of time in May and June, I was definitely sleeping like eight, nine hours a night. So, you know, I, it's so funny because I, I noticed this already last year when I was counting my macros religiously. Um, I noticed that when it was hard to adhere to those macronutrients when my stress levels were really high. So it's interesting now to see that, okay, my stress levels are super low because I'm not really working that much. I'm doing, I'm doing um, online programming. I'm do, I was doing virtual classes on Zoom, but not a lot. And, you know, that doesn't take a lot of hours right now. So because I wasn't doing any in-person training for the last four months, right? So I just started that up again, and I've been very conscious of keeping my leisure time high, like very conscious of being very selective of my schedule 
and protecting my own time, protecting my own energy. And so far I got, I mean, it's only been a week and a half, but I got to say it's been going well. I set up some time slots and I'm really trying to stick with them. Like these are the time slots I'm doing. I'm not going to say yes to these other time slots because I'd say pre pre COVID it was always like just saying yes to everyone and all of their requests for time slots. And eventually I think it just got too much in terms of my schedule. So being very conscious of that now and that, you know, that's one of those things that have been a blessing in disguise from this whole situation. So I got to say like nutrition has been super on point. Um, I've been learning a lot about nutrition as well, which I'm going to talk about after this, but cravings have been super low. Like I'll, I'll crave some stuff here and there, but I got to say, I've been super on point with my two meals a day, um, you know, rice, meat, vegetables, and then I'll have a shake on top of that. Usually like a fruit Frozen mangoes have been bomb lately. Frozen mangoes, bananas, chocolate protein powder, bomb. Oh, and ginger, absolutely bomb. So that's been great. In terms of nutrition, over the last few months, I've been eating more grass-fed meat as well as free-range and organic meats. So yeah, I've pretty much been exclusively eating like better quality meat. So I stopped eating commercial grade meat. Um, lots of lots of reasons for that. Obviously, like grass fed, organic, free range has less toxicity than, you know, uh, factory farmed meat. So nutrition has been on point. Sleep has been on point. That's why if you guys watch my videos, I've been getting a lot of compliments too. Uh, appreciate it. People are saying like, oh, you definitely made gains. And it's so funny, like training hasn't really changed. I mean, I've been doing more push-ups. That's it really. Like every other aspect of my training has stayed the same. The push-ups did help with upper body strength and size. But I got to say, like I'm just telling people I've been sleeping a lot more. I think I used to sleep five to six hours. If I was good, I maybe slept seven hours here and there, but five to six on average, and now it's seven to eight. So I'm really pushing the sleep um, big, big. I attribute this a lot to my sleep, to my stress levels, to my lower stress levels. And then of course, nutrition plays a role too, but I think it all comes from the fact that I'm sleeping more. I sleep more, I have more energy, you can train, you recover better. And then in terms of stress, it's just like better choices are being made in terms of nutrition. And then of course, staying on top of hydration. So let me move on what I really want to share today. So I just completed uh, my holistic lifestyle coaching course certificate it was an online course by paul check i think i've talked about him in the past but paul check and the check institute i'll link 
all of this stuff below. I have a lot of, I have some stuff to link. So I'll link this below, but so I studied, I was studying maybe 30, 45 minutes a day, watching videos, reading, studying, and I slowly made my way through holistic lifestyle coaching level one. So there's level two and three, but I finished level one and it was super helpful, super helpful. So, so good that I even wrote it on my gym whiteboards and it's not coming down. So what Paul Chuck teaches is like holistic living and he writes or he says like, first things first, before you can teach people, before I can teach you guys these things, I have to do it myself, right? So it's kind of been a project that I've been doing for myself like and it's been awesome which is which is why i really want to share this with you so paul check holistic lifestyle holistic living he has a book i think you guys would enjoy it it's called the last four doctors you'll ever need and his other book is called how to eat move and be healthy so basically the premise is that Paul's saying that 90 to 95% of diseases and illnesses can be linked back to lifestyle factors, right? So which is why he's which is why he's teaching the things he's teaching. So the four doctors, when he talks about the four doctors, it's doctor diet, doctor movement, doctor quiet, and doctor happiness. So doctor diet, real quick. I'm going to dive deeper into this in a future episode or maybe it'll be this episode, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll get carried maybe I'll get carried away. So doctor diet is really what it is, like the food and the liquids that we're putting into our body. Um this is a big thing, right? So what he's teaching is we we need to eat quality foods that work for us eat quality whole foods that work for us so he's big on the on eating organic sources uh, for multiple reasons but mainly organic sources have less toxicity like there's less stuff going into it compared to factory farmed meats and vegetables right so he's big on being very aware of the food what kind of food where that food is coming from like being very aware of that because whatever we put into our body we kind of that kind of becomes part of us right and then the next doctor doctor movement like how much movement do you need daily to feel your best and for paul he's encouraging us to be active for at least 20 to 30 minutes per day which i which i agree with i think that's a good benchmark number three doctor quiet how much time do you need to recharge like this could be sleeping this could be alone time like how much time do you need to be do you need to recharge and feel refreshed right and then lastly fourth doctor doctor happiness clearly We need to clearly define what creates happiness in our life. 
So taking the time to really acknowledge what it is that creates happiness in our life. So then we know what we can do to be happy. Because if we can't clearly define that, then it's like, how will we ever be happy, right? And then carrying on the six foundational principles that he teaches. Actually, one sec. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the six foundational principles. He teaches that, you know, there must be a balance, right? There's always got to be a balance of yin and yang. So yin being like the regenerative forces that give us energy and yang being the things that require energy. So let's start with the yin. There are three yins, there are three yangs. So he says, he's teaching that if we just live by these six foundational principles, you know, if we live by this, you know, of course, the 80-20 rule, if we live by these six foundational principles 80% of the time, we'll be okay to kind of veer off of that 20% of the time. But he, he's big on following these six foundational principles. And these are the things I've been practicing over the last, I'd say, two, three months. And again, I'm only sharing this because it has helped me so much. So nutrition, learn your individual needs and develop a healthy relationship with food. So the first foundational principle is nutrition. Just like I was talking about earlier, you know, doctor diet, nutrition will play a big factor uh, in how we feel, right? How we feel, how we perform. And... That's super important. Second foundational principle is hydration. So getting in enough water so we're hydrated. And he's got a saying that he always refers to, and I love it. Um, my dad actually says the same thing. The best solution for pollution is dilution. So, you know, if we if we're fighting a disease or something or... If our body is like, if we're taking um, like pre prescription medicine or whatever it may be, we need to help our body by clearing that out, right? So the best solution for pollution is dilution. So we got to use the water to help us clear our system. And he's got a recommendation, again, baseline recommendation of drinking half of our body weight in ounces. So if I'm 180 pounds, uh, drinking 90 ounces of water is like the bare minimum. Uh, 90 ounces of water, what is that? Like 11 cups of water a day? Um, and that's bare minimum. So if you're active, if you're extremely active, of course you have to get more than that, right? So hydration is a big thing too. And then number three, sleep. Again, I kind of talked about this earlier. Sleep is the cheapest and most effective form of recovery. I'm going to say that again. Sleep is the cheapest and most effective form of recovery. Like when, when, I, when I have clients who ask me about what supplements to take or whatever, anything about nutrition, supplements, but they're not taking care of their sleep, which I was doing the same thing. I was that person. 
you know, we're, we're ignoring the best form of recovery and the cheapest form of recovery. So I now know that. And when I started to take in-person clients again, I've structured my schedule in a way that I can keep my sleep schedule. So I start at 6 a.m. My first session's at 6 a.m. now, and my last session ends at 7.45. So that will give me enough time. I've been getting into bed at 9 p.m., 9.30, 10. So anywhere from 9 to 10 p.m., and I've been getting up around 5 a.m. So that gives me at least seven to eight hours. So sleep is a big thing. So first three foundational principles, the yin principles, nutrition, hydration, and sleep. You know, very basic, very basic stuff, which is why, which is why I have gravitated towards this because it's so basic. It's like baseline stuff. And for, for Paul, it's just all about like learning to take control of our health by doing these basic stuff so we don't have to see doctors and so we don't have to take prescription medicine or whatever like we can we're in we're in control of these things right so number four these are the yang principles breathing breathing is a big thing because breathing is kind of our life force right so breathing and i talk i've talked about this stuff a lot before just learning how to breathe deeply into our belly diaphragmatic breathing right so the way he teaches it is that the first when we inhale through our nose in order to breathe properly in order to breathe well the first two-thirds of our breath should come into the belly and then only in the last third should our chest expand so breathing's a big thing um i think he calls it like breathing or deep diaphragmatic breathing is one of our body's natural pumps to kind of breathe space into the organs kind of massage those organs and in general just keep them healthy uh, number five thinking right you know classic very very classic thinking like what we think about on a day-to-day -day basis really plays a big factor in how we express ourselves in the world right so just being very aware of our thoughts because thoughts become words and words become actions so just being very aware of our thoughts Number six, the last one, and I kind of like that this is the last one, is movement. So movement's very important. Movement is life, right? Like if you're not moving, you're most likely dead or close to dead. So movement is life. And I really like that this is the last one because although I'm a trainer, exercise is very important. Um, without the other five things, you you know, you could exercise all you want, but if sleep isn't happening, if the if you're not hydrating, if we're not eating properly, you know, if we're not breathing properly, or if we're we're thinking very toxic things, you know, the ex all the exercise in the world won't help us, right? So movement, movement is super important, though. Number six, and 
the best exercise is the one you'll do regularly. And I really love that because although I, of course, like I think the way I train is awesome because it's fun for me, it may not be fun for someone else, but it's important for all of us to find the kind of exercise, the kind of activities that are fun for us because if it's fun, then we'll do it regularly. And if we do it regularly, you know, that is, uh, that's the key. So six foundational principles. I hope you guys enjoyed those. Uh, he's so, as I said, the books, the last four doctors you'll ever need. Um, his other book, how to eat, move and be healthy. I learned a lot. I learned a lot from these books. Um, his YouTube is a wealth of information. I'm going to link his YouTube below. His blog has a ton of stuff too. Like Paul Chak, he's a he's an older gentleman. I think he's in his 60s. Uh, he looks great. He looks super healthy. He looks strong as fuck. He always laughs that he looks he looks healthier, more vital, and he's more jacked than a lot of 20-year-olds, and he actually is. So you know, you know, there's a, the proof is in the pudding. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just really awesome. It's been really helpful for me. That's why I wanted to share it in today's episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you guys have any questions about anything really, as always hit me up, but I think I'm going to wrap it up there. It's good to be back on the mic. If anyone has any topic suggestions, any questions, hit me up. If you want to work with me with the online programming, hit me up as well. I'll link the info below in the show notes. Aside from that, hope everyone's been good. Stay healthy. Stay happy. And, you know, catch y'all next time. Peace.